You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the 12th Man Rising Podcast part of the fan-sided podcast network here's your hosts lee vowell and todd vandenberg welcome to the 12th man rising podcast hope you're doing well today i'm lee todd is with me todd how are you today i am well awesome well let's talk about food that's what we're here to do um so zucchini is no anyway so what what are you drinking today today i, I don't am, know why that sounds so robotic what are you drinking today what are you drinking my AI today, voice. i am drinking i'm going to try to do the the high-pitched annoying female voice uh, the ai thing that's on so many tiktok <gasps> you must have one bobbing cord no so i am drinking mm-hmm. a bobbing cord for rum reserve especial from Haiti, it's aged eight years, and it will age me another eight now. Um, it's a very fine rum, but I'm drinking it with Diet Coke because I want to die from the aspartame in the Diet Coke. Quickly, quickly, True. make it happen, people. True. Um, but yeah, I decided not to go with the beer because the only beer I have cold is like is a 25.2 ounce uh, Kirin Ishiban. And I didn't want to drink a whole thing like that during the show because then it would go off the rails. So instead, I'm drinking an entire, I'm drinking a fifth of rum. So, <laughs> it's funny. I don't have beer either. I'm actually drinking a, a single malt Irish whiskey, <laughs> seriously, right. from Connemara um, distilling, which is a peated, peated single malt, malt at that. So, so uh, as you can tell, blah, blah, blah. it's like a bog. It is. So, this will be a really good show. Yes. Rum so versus bo- whiskey, which will happen. Right. Which will happen? What does that even mean? Okay, never mind. I clearly had well, uh, you've, if you're listening to this podcast, you've already seen it visually on um, yeah. WKRP in Cincinnati. So, say it correctly, Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, gosh. Hey, there's a person carrying a stick of something. Gary Sandy. Head. Yeah, it is Gary Sandy. How did that hey, guy Gary. get the lead? Did that guy get the lead? Did he ever do anything other than WKRP? I, honestly, I, I don't know. I'm Gary. really not sure. I'm not mocking Gary Sandy because I think he's passed. God rest his soul. And if he hasn't, God rest his soul in the future because eventually he will because I don't think he's immortal. And his career wasn't either. <laughs> but, you know, he was okay. But... Yeah, he was all right. He was all right. Had the, had the hair, the 70s hair. Yeah, I think that's the main reason they cast him was the 70s hair. Plus, Actually, I think he, he worked for... I think he worked for ESPN up until yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah, let's let's dive into that. 
Uh, but it is crazy because Matt Matt Hasselbeck was one of the right. the people to be like go with. The, I didn't realize I saw that about Hasselbeck, and then I was like, oh okay, former Seahawk. Do I want to do I want to write something about that? And I'm like, yeah. eh, not really. I mean, what can I flush out there? Right. But then it was like I looked at, I mean, so many other. Yeah, Susie Kobler, um, That's Max the Kellerman. That out for me, Kellerman, and especially Susie. Susie Kobler has been there before. I think it was just EPN. Yeah, uh, I mean, well, it's EP back to it's back to just SPN now that she's no longer there. So yeah, it's no I longer mean, entertainment. I mean, yeah, okay, she was one of the original anchors. I thought so. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, the ESPN too, but she'd been with them for thirty freaking years. Yeah, and. Susie Culver's excellent at her job. Uh, it's just, yeah. okay, let's jettison everybody, but let's keep Stephen A. Smith. I get why they kept Stephen A. Smith, because Stephen A. Smith, he costs a lot of money, but like Patrick Ewing, he That's makes right. a lot of money. That's exactly. You know, I mean, they had to keep, I mean, if they, they might as well shut down if they were going to fire him, because then you're just saying we're done. Right. He makes a lot of money for ESPN, but it's, it's shocking. And it's, it's happening with all the streaming services. I mean, look at all the stuff that Disney Plus is doing and Warner Discovery. You know, it's just it's endless. But these places are not shutting down, but they sure are cutting away a lot. Um, yeah, which they've been doing. ESPN has been doing over the last several years. But this yeah. this one was like like I, I literally thought, well, because I listen to Seattle sports, you know, mm-hmm. in the morning and it starts at 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Let's try it again. So how much whiskey have I had? 6, 6 p.m. 6, Eastern, 6 a.m. 9 a.m. 6 Eastern, 6 p.m. Some other time. Exactly. There's a time until it's 5.30 somewhere. So, um, <laughs> but it's like before before that, they, they play ESPN radio. And yeah. it's Max Kellerman, Keyshawn Johnson, a couple other, a guy Not from Duke. No more. I know. I'm like, so where did that go? It's like, yeah. are they, maybe they'll bring back Mike Greenberg. For the morning. I mean, it's pretty bizarre. Uh, Dan Levitard, uh, I don't know if he tweeted, I assume he tweeted it, but I didn't notice what platform he used, but he put out a very kind and considerate statement about, of course, Levitard left ESPN long ago uh, to start his own thing, or not start, but was one of the founders. I think it's Metal Arc uh, Communications that he does. And, I mean, Levitard was great on ESPN. Is that, um, that's from, uh, oh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, right? That yes. uh, Eastwood directed, right? Yeah, exactly. Dan the Bastard. I just love the fact that his name is the Bastard um, because he's not. But, I mean, it's interesting that. Is he not? Be- is he? I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but it's like, I, and I don't know. Maybe it's just because sometimes well, I just get very little because he's from my, he, he's in Miami, right? So you yeah, hear him Miami, all the yeah. time. So, um, or you, you are now until you change to. The Don yeah. Cherry program or something, but it's <laughs> I will be changing to the Don Cherry program in a couple of weeks. Yeah, um, but uh, you might be actually. Huh? Yeah. Don Cherry is. I don't know if you know much about Don Cherry. He's very conservative. He's yeah. like the John McEnroe of, of hockey. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's pretty crazy. Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And well, mostly. But yeah, when when I hear about Dan the bastard, usually yeah. it's just something silly he said. But yeah. So that's good to hear that he's actually not. Oh, he's a very. He usually does. I mean, that, it's not that his his shtick. He's a funny guy, guy, and he says a lot of funny stuff. But he's a very thoughtful guy, and sometimes his viewers, listeners, get on him because it's like, oh, what are you talking about that for? It's like, well, I don't know because I'm a human being. 
<laughs> right. You know, I mean, because I do this for hours every day. Yeah. Like what? They joked about that on Seattle Sports. They were like, so because the Mariners are just sucking right now, lost 15 to four, and they really need to make changes. And I know the Scott Service is probably a decent manager, but at some point you gotta you gotta make changes you with a young team. You gotta, yep, you gotta you gotta scare them, right? Like in in Bull yeah. Durham. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can't basically. change the whole team. Exactly. But uh, they were they were making a joke about like, yep. Uh, so, you know, every day we come in, it feels like all we do is spend hours a day doing the same thing every day, complaining about the Mariners. So today we're just going to go ahead and get it out of the way. We're complaining. OK, so listen to the rest of the program for three and a half hours. It'll be music. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> it's the same thing. I mean, they have to say something and they can't just do the right. same shtick every day. No, no, they can't. That would be so horrible. But, yeah, I mean, most of those people will land on their well, they'll all land on their feet somewhere, somehow, but uh, it, the, the thing that blows my mind most, and this is going far afield from the Seahawks, by the way, we are going to talk about the Seahawks at some point. We, we'll work Hasselbeck in there. It makes it's, sense. It's logical to the one listener. Nah, sorry, you, did, you did mention Hasselbeck, who was a fine quarterback for the Seahawks. And I really enjoy Hasselbeck's commentary, too. So he'll, he'll wind up somewhere. Disney, and... I don't know if you've heard this. Can I interrupt you for just a second? No. I should say no because it's like um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you did. But his you know, his son actually committed yesterday to, or yeah, yesterday to Michigan State and he's one of the top quarterbacks. And it's like what what kind of day was that to have in the Hasselbeck Hasselbeck household? Crazy. Like, oh, he got fired, but my son committed. It's like, oh yeah. wow, that's two extremes. Well, not that I know Hasselbeck at all. Obviously I don't, but just from the way he conducts himself on air. He's probably 10 times happier about his son's news than the ESPN oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, or if not 100. I mean, he just seems to be that kind of guy. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, it'll be fine. But, oh, my God, this is so cool. I mean. He's not Brock Heward, but he seems pretty cool. I mean, Brock, <laughs> Brock is what you get. I mean, he is a yeah, good yeah. dude. So. Yeah, I mean, like you said before, you've actually talked with Brock, which is. Met him um, several times. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Gave me his bologna sandwich once. Which was weird because he's vegan. But anyway, what were you going to say? I don't think it was baloney. Um, (laughs) This is the heart of my enemies. What does that mean? Anyway, um, yeah, I'm talking about all the cuts. Is like Disney cut the staff, cut the staff of National Geographic, as in the magazine. As in they have no full-time writers at all anymore. They're just going freelance permanently. It's just photos anyway. Yeah. I mean, what are you doing? How much how much does it cost for the 20 people who are running National Geographic, Ge- Geographic magazine? It's like, I don't know. It's like maybe Bob Eager could have taken a like 2% pay cut and run National Geographic. I'm like, what are you freaking doing? Like the actual magazine? Yeah, the actual magazine. I mean, nowadays they, they it's like, I know, but I mean, nowadays it's like you could stream everything, you know, it's. The cost to it's, actually it's, print it's a magazine. the biggest circulation in the country of any magazine. Which is four now, though, because nobody reads magazines. You know, it's like, but they have a digital version, too. You know, and it's just, it's mind-boggling. The fact is like, oh, well, we can just gut the staff. And it's like, oh, it'll magically All, take all cards on the table for those listening. Todd actually worked until this past week for National Geographic magazine. And ESPN. That's uh, <laughs> right. Which explains why the quality... Why the quality of both went down so much. Um, ESPN Geographic Magazine. You know, Turner Classic Movies is was on the ropes because they cut a lot of their staff. 
that they're no longer even available in the UK because it was like, oh, well, it cost us too much money. What are they doing? Steven Spielberg. The dental program probably costs a lot for those people. Wes Anderson, <laughs> Martin Scorsese, they all wrote the uh, scumbag head of Warner Discovery, and I can't remember his name right now, and it's immaterial because he's an asshole, and said, basically, what are you doing? Here's our solution. We're going to come help you. And we're pro bono for nothing. And they're going to help curate the, the programming and appear on air for nothing. And that's the point that we're at, that people are having to step in to keep cultural icons alive because these scumbags are worried about nothing but the bottom line. Yeah. Like, yes, you have much. to make money. You have to make money. You are making money. Warners would have made money if they hadn't made incredibly stupid decisions like they have. Yeah. Anyway. Well, first of all, it's pronounced pro bono, not pro, pro bono. I can't even say it correctly. <laughs> that's sad. Pro, pro bono. Damn, that's whiskey. I've only had like two sips. Pro bono. <laughs> two more sips. Um. Anyway, back to the Seahawks stuff, I guess. Yeah. Uh, all your points were valid, by the way, and we could actually have a whole nother program yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're not here for that which we're is kind of sucks because we're kind of tied in in our own way right yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we did this to ourselves we put ourselves in a box i i i um <laughs> got a kick out of this put title which is, which is actually by uh the sports illustrated seahawks guy who runs that site uh-huh. at corporate smith yeah, but um doesn't find work yeah yeah he's, he's okay um but this uh this title I first read it and I was like, what is it saying? Um, and this is <laughs> Russell Will is from is this before today. Or after the whiskey? Uh, his whiskey. I don't know. Um, it says Russell Wilson and Broncos arrest record unfair to Seahawks X colon NFL tracker. What? <laughs> what the hell? I, what are you saying? I, I, yep. That, that's Russell either. Wilson and Denver Broncos arrest record. I'm fair. Uh, yeah, that's. I was like arrest record. What? Um, <laughs> it's either the best title ever or the worst because I actually had to click on it to be like, what? What? Is, what does that even mean? And then I realized it was some allusion to Twitter. I, it made no sense. It was like, dude, if you're trying to find stuff to write about, just look Google something. Hasselbeck got fired. It was like that was just the worst title. That it, it just even and they put and in, in the symbol, not even in the word. It's like Seahawks X colon and if uh, written, it looks like this. Our the Seahawks X is NFL tracker. But what is happening? And plus, what anyway? So moving on, uh, the 2023 Seahawks are happening as promised in September on September 10th, I think, is the first game. September 10th is, uh, are you still there? Did I cut you off? Are you a big fan of Corbin? I'm a big fan of Corbin. I'm just trying yeah. to figure out what, why the hell. I, I assume that Russell Wilson is on the cover of the uh, notifications or the tweet because he has his hand on his forehead like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Not that he's the poster boy for the arrests. But yeah, it's still it's, a stupid thing to do. I still didn't understand. It's, it's an allusion to the NFL, an NFL right, right. tracker, which is like, arrest from 20 
2000 or 2020 or something for the and it made zero even the concept made zero sense but to write about the concept which is isn't even yeah. your concept made less sense it was I, would, like, I would rather read about the thing about dj fluker trying to make a comeback that's more interesting to me <laughs> which is the second yeah. part that should be the lead and the first and the lead should be gone because nobody cares anyway yeah I don't like know. something i would write anyway exactly seahawks. yeah seahawks oh so, exactly um, thanks a lot <laughs> let me let me let me go back and continue editing my article. These Seahawks are all in jail. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, well, there, and it's not, I don't know. It's, mis- it's I don't know. It's There's no arrest. Yeah. Nobody broke the law. It's just like, what the heck? Um, again, I clicked on the article. Yeah. 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 You That's, did all it job. That's all that matters. In my AI voice. Um, but, you got, so, but you got right back off. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, it. no, I've still got it pulled up because I thought the title was so horrible. I thought, oh I'd my god, get off there, get off there! You're I'm, making that guy money while you're like not. Well, I know it's like three million dollars, like ching ching ching. <laughs> like, uh, oh, uh, by the way, uh, Bob, yeah, remember? Yes, but, Bob, Bob Goldthwait. Bobcat Goldthwait. Bobcat Goldthwait. Bobcat Goldthwait should be an on-air personality for ESPN. And you know what? He was he not? And Gilbert did he Dutton. not do something? He did something. Some You're sports, right. Some sports oh, I thing. Oh, if he did a sports thing. I could have sworn he maybe I dreamed that. He Which is must have been a nightmare. Other than wear weird bald long hair and scream. Um, <laughs> that was Sam Kennison. Sam Cat's got bald too and has long hair and screams. But Sam Kennison was the past master of it. Yeah, he was. And past meaning that's like dead. Just like yeah. Gilbert Gottfried. I wonder why they never did a show together. Can you imagine going to a show of Sam Kennison and Gilbert Gottfried and not just like ripping your ears off your head <laughs> later? I mean, I think they're both hilarious, but oh my God. I mean, the last show, comedy show I went to was Kennison and, and Mitch Hedberg. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, uh, yeah. It's like, what? Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, anyway, so uh, Seahawks. And then so, and Stephen Wright comes out and he's like, no, you can hear him. Um, Seahawks, <laughs> yes. They, they're a team. Um, I, I was going to say that I think a couple of things. September 10th is the first game. Also, the finals of the U.S. Open. So I'll be busy that day, just FYI. <laughs> yeah, you will. Throwing it out there. And then um, up between, in between at the same time. Catching it. Catching yeah. And and a and a week yes a week and a half from now we won't have a show next weekend people so sorry but in a week and a half from now we will be doing a throwback show and doing it live um, from a from a restaurant they don't know that we're doing it um, yet they just they're, they're gonna find out yeah it's a pizza place it's like a two table pizza place they're like who are these people um, anyway so yeah and it's at 11 p.m. or something so. But anyway, if you're in the area, if you're in the southeast United States, fly in and listen to this rambling stuff live. You'll get a kick. Food's good, though. Food is excellent. Food is much better than the show. Oh, and you yeah. can wear earplugs. So there you go. That's true. Yeah. And you probably want to, to be honest. Honestly, yeah, for sure. So the Seahawks thing, the, we're just going to do one of these because <laughs> Rob Gordon's will take three hours, as they always do. Um <laughs> But let's let's do best case scenario best this time. Case. Um, yes. The the Seahawks they win the Super Bowl. Will, 
They, okay, they now do. We're I mean, that's, that's the dream. Sorry. <laughs> well, we still got, we got three other things before we get through. Rob Gordon's have nothing to do with the Seahawks. Um, no, so the Seahawks, uh, best case scenario, obviously, they won the Super Bowl. But. <laughs> oh, there's that more? That, uh, that aside. <laughs> they also won the Nobel Peace Prize. And they are the first team on Mars. Well, actually, you know. Earl Thomas somehow wins the Nobel Peace Prize. It's like, what the hell happened? Okay, I don't. I, that, that was not on my bingo card. For 2020. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Then who won? Who won? Most, um, most insane. Oh, Ray happened. Lewis. You're he's the winner. Okay, um, so yeah, you're right. That would be weird. Um, Seahawks. Seahawks. Um, yeah. So obviously, if they won the Super Bowl, that's that's a dream scenario. But to Damn. get to the Super Bowl, right. I, I think a few things have to to work out really well. They have to they, win at some games. They have to win at least three. I think. Um, they have to go at least three and fourteen. Is my prediction. So That's not. I'm not predicting they go through and fourteen. I'm just saying they have to do that. We'll only win two games each, <laughs> which for two of them could be possible. Um, if everybody in the world predicts that the Seahawks win two games. That means the Seahawks will win twelve billion games or fourteen billion games. Pretty much, it's how it works. I have no idea how many. It's like six billion, seven billion people in the world now. I'm not even sure. Um. Half of them live in China and India, almost. So well, they, were, they were four over kind of the consensus pick last season. So Which was what, be... two? <laughs> it seems like it was five. Most, most, yeah, most of the five or six. Yeah. Cognizant, said five. Some yeah. said four, some said six. We th- both said nine because we're geniuses. Yeah, I said nine over the next four years. Yeah. Um, so they obviously they have to avoid injuries, but specifically they have to avoid injuries in the running back group. They can't now they have four, maybe five if you count Belor, but you know, in previous years obviously they've had where they've lost two or three. I mean they had Tony Jones uh, be the starter one game last year. Yeah. But if if they lose three of them, they're sunk. But they really need at most one running back at a time to be out. I think that's important. Um I'm not gonna even bring up Gino because I think with the weapons and the better defense that he'll yeah. be sustain that consistency throughout their the year. Okay, yeah. Um, but I do think the, the other thing is I think the rookies, I think cam cam young has to be, that's his name, right? Cameron young mm-hmm. whiskey. Yeah. He has to actually make an cam impact. Young whiskey. I agree. Which someone actually sounds like a thing. Doesn't it? Like cam we talked about last week is like, I, they, they have to have someone play in the middle yeah. and help stop the damn run. Right. Uh, I, and, Without trading for Aaron Donald, who he's, you personally said you thought was an awful player last week, if I remember I do, correctly. I do. I do. He's an awful player. He's a lovely human being, but he's an awful player. Yeah. Um, actually, he's a I think you player. said he was the fourth best player from Pittsburgh on the year he left the team, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah. Um, uh, Cam Young could fit the bill for sure. I mean, like you said, he's already picked up, what, 20 pounds? Um, not like mm-hmm. at the gym, but I mean, put on permanently, not like wearing a vest. Yeah, not like eating got, ice cream. It's not fat. Work. That might work. You know, if you just wore like a 40-pound vest, boom, you're That's 350. True. Like, move me. I mean, um, Barney made weight, weight that one time in the Andy Griffith show. That's true. That's true. He did. got to put rocks in your pockets. You got to um, do two things with Cam Young. You got to hang him upside down so he stretches out, and then you got to put that chain on him so when he makes weight, it's a little heavier. <laughs> I think that uh, all happened in the same episode. Cam Young could do it. Um, definitely. I mean, he wasn't a high draft pick, but then again, the Seahawks have proven, every NFL team has proven, but the Seahawks have definitely proven 
He ain't got to be a high draft pick to be uh, an outstanding player, let alone an effective player. Outstanding. So <laughs> then, and that would be excellent because that means they have uh, money for other pursuits. So that would be fantastic if they don't have to pick up uh, nose tackles from someone else. Got all that money to buy those 1970s Dire Straits vinyls. Oh, my God. That would be so good. Anyway, yes. Um, but and then the rook, the rookies overall need to make in them. I mean, Devin Witherspoon has to be like I know he he was great last year in college, but it took him a couple of years. He needs to be impactful straight away. Absolutely. Um, and and so you know otherwise I and and I do think I put out an article. I don't know yesterday. It's coming out tomorrow. I literally have no idea. I've lost track. But there's some article that's coming out that says I think the uh, maybe it's tomorrow. That the offensive line should be Bradford and yeah. um, Olu, whose name I have don't even have to look up. I can spell it. I just can't say it. Um, Oluwatimi, right? Um, Oluwatani. Uh, yeah, and I think, personally, I, I think uh, that he won't get the starting nod until, like, after the bye week. I've said that before. But I'd be thrilled. Olu or the started. other guy? Olu. Bradford. Olu. Bradford. I think Bradford has a to me he has a better shot of being the starter week one if we had a pair of bradfords we'd be doing pretty well but by the end of the season when they hit <laughs> when they hit crunch time uh because they're going to need it because they have that little murderer's role hit in the schedule uh those guys will oh i got it. hold on one second is it garrick ruth Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Otani. Um. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, and by the way, sitting off Seahawks for just a moment, I, I wish people would stop writing articles. Is this hasn't happened in baseball since, you know, 1937? And it's like, yeah, but it's such a minor, weird detail. And are you talking about the two home run? Quite happened. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about, I don't know, there have been like five articles this week with similar kind of stuff. And it's uh, like, Stop it. It's like, oh, Tony is leading, is currently leading in doubles and triples. I mean, homers and triples. And at, at this point of the season, I don't really care about this point of the season. You know, I didn't like, know that actually. Homers and triples. I wonder yeah. when the last time somebody had done that this late Jim in the season. Rice. Jim Rice. Cause Jim was Rice, it really Jim like, Rice? All the way through 1978, I think, when That's he led insane. the American League in homers and triples. I get your point, though. We, we, we get this on the weather. Yeah. A lot around here for some reason. Right. We'll talk about, oh, this is, hasn't been this warm since 2019. It's like, oh, that's four years ago. Even if it hasn't happened since, you know, like in 70 years, it's like, yeah, but it's June. 
Why, you know, it's like, I don't care. It's like, oh, it's, it's early in the season, dude. Like, don't talk yeah. about <sighs> Yeah, he does have 30 homers. I, it is interesting because I think he's a free agent after, is he a free agent next year? Yeah, I believe That's, so. So I'm, yeah. I'm thinking he's going to probably make, what, $2 million a year over maybe five years or something like that? Something like that, yeah. He, he might be making Nolan Ryan money, um, which, of course, is crazy because he basically is – Jim Rice in his at his peak and Nolan Ryan, but better. Uh, that's kind of sick. So it'll be fun. But anyway, he's no Freddie to- Lynn, but he may be a Jim Rice. Yeah, you're correct. You're right. He's not Freddie Lynn because he actually plays most of the games. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. Freddie Lynn was an excellent player, but man, the guy got hurt a lot. And he yeah. was hurt. He wasn't like, oh, I got a hangnail. I'm going to be out for five weeks. This yeah, guy it was got- a Rashad Penny of his of his time. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. I mean, he got hurt, and he was hurt, man. He was he was out. Um, so yes, I agree. Uh, With Bradford, whatever we were saying, Bradford has to come through. <laughs> Olu has to come through. I think they have a better. Um, op- I'm not opportunity. A, a better, and I don't want to say backup because he's probably going to have the start. But I think Evan Brown going into it is a better option. That's the word I'm trying to think of. Thank you, Rum Bobbert Um mm-hmm than they do at guard. But, yeah, after the bye week, I would be shocked if those two guys aren't starting. Yeah. Well, and realistically, do you think the Seahawks can win the Super Bowl this year? Realistically? Realistically? I, I don't. No. Can they? Of course. They can't. But, but here's my, my question is. But I, I would not put money on it. No, I wouldn't even put $5 on it. No. But if you, you have Brown on a one-year deal and Haynes on a one-year deal. If you think those players, Olu and Bradford are comparable at least to Brown and Haynes. Yeah. And you have to, with an offensive line, build cohesion. Right. Um, and you think those guys, you know, they're going to be the long-term starters. Would you, would you oh. not just kind of take the lumps or if you don't think you're actually can win the Super Bowl, And, and that's the issue is like, it, it there's depends. some teams who would probably do that. The Seahawks won't because Pete thinks, Rightfully yeah. so. He's proven he can exceed expectations all the time, right. but and that's it's like, yeah. I, th- I think if they were in rebuilding mode, those guys would start week one. But that's the thing. They're not. And they weren't last year. I mean, everyone else said they were. Pete said, uh, no. Pete proved they weren't. Maybe they uh, were, and nine and eight is just a rebuilding year for the Seahawks. Maybe they're that successful at this point. Yeah, but Pete would never... And Pete didn't say no, that. No, no, he wouldn't. Say, he wouldn't say that. But yeah, and be, and because you know, always compete, and you know, it's that's because his name's on it. Yeah, that's the he's so egotistical. Said. Yeah, he's an egotistical prick, isn't he? Um, if his name was Fred, it would be Oz come Fred. It would make no sense, and people would say, okay. What I literally don't know if I can say that word right. <laughs> always come Fred. Yeah, I can. That's, yeah, I was like, go. there's no way I can say it. It's got an R in it, which I have difficulty with anyway. And it's Fred like, Carroll. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. If if they were just like, uh, I'll just grab a team at random, the Browns. Sorry, but if I were the Browns, they've like, been yep. rebuilding since the history, since the in- yeah, incept of the since, NFL. Since, since Jim Brown retired, um, and yeah, they would do it in Week One, and it would make sense for that team. But for the Seahawks, it doesn't. Now, if they win the role, and they absolutely can win the role in in, in preseason, and there's a really good chance they will. To me, Bradford has a better chance of doing that because I think he's that much closer to, or maybe already past Haynes. Whereas I think Brown is 
at a higher level in Haynes, relatively speaking. So Olu has more to do, but it, it's not like Olu's a piker. I mean, he was only the best center in college football. And and extremely smart, as we've mentioned, which yeah, is exactly. you have to be as a center, and, right? And played yeah, and played every single game as a center. It's not like, oh, he wasn't working a guard. This guy's been a center since birth, practically. So, yeah, yeah he's got the tools for sure. Well, other than maybe a quarterback, even then, maybe. Um, I mean, you know, what other position on the football think, field has to think right. as much as as a center? None. None. I would think, I would be thrilled if he does get the start. Absolutely thrilled. That would be awesome. because Maybe I mean, Mike Morris will start at center. Just to shake things up. That would shake things up, but that's something the Browns would do. Or actually, that's that's something the Seahawks something would the do. Seahawks would do. The former defensive coordinator is like, hey, uh, you know what? Why don't you buy room? Because I don't I don't like him in coverage. Um, that's right. Hey, we drafted the safety. He looks like a damn good left guard to me. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, but you had written before about about Witherspoon and how he has to come through. I, I totally agree. He has to come through. I was like, I can't imagine him not coming through just from everything, you know, we've seen in the past. And yeah, NFL is different from college, but dude is as shut down as you get. And that would move. I don't know if Jackson can play in as uh, the nickel, but I don't, I don't think he can. I think he is a true outside corner. Yeah, and I agree. It's like, you didn't, you didn't spend your fifth pick to put him in at nickel. Witherspoon has to be on the outside. Unless there's some greater plan. You know, unless it's like, okay, Spoon is playing slot corners. Well, three (laughs) three corners and three safeties. So what you could do is because then you would have a lot more flexibility. So you could have three basically defensive linemen. Bobby. Um what's that? And Bobby in the middle. That's it, baby. Well, and then you have three safeties, three corners, so that's six, right? Then you have five, you have three. You could have two defensive linemen. You could have the defensive linemen could be Reed uh, and Jones, and then you could have um, three linebackers. And then you have one of the safeties cheating. Who knows what like they're going to say. Love. Yeah, and that's the thing is because they yeah. – I, I think and that's like what they – Love could be – and Love could be step up and play basically like in the slot a lot too. Or Or Jamal Adams if he's ever healthy enough to play. I think that's maybe yeah. the, what they were going for is like that. And oh, that's yeah. one reason they tried spoon is in the slot and, and mini mm-hmm. camp is like, let's just see how, what's the extreme flexibility that, that we have not to, to yeah, see what we can put do. the best players on the field. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, that's, yeah, it's a good problem to have that. Oh, it's really good. It's going to be really hard to get Mike Jackson off the field. It's like, that's a really good problem to have. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> The fact that they're calling Smith and Jigba 7-Eleven, I love that. That's like one of the best nicknames ever. And the fact that Lockett is, I mean, Geno Smith is hyping the kid, and he should because that's kind of his job, and that's his personality, like we talked about. He's like a mini Pete Carroll. Um, Yeah, Lockett. I I was shocked that Lockett actually said, I'm holding out until we cut this kid. And it was like, whoa. (laughs) That sounds very unlockett-like. That would be very unlockett-like. But... It's just that it, it's like who gets open like Lockett, but, and I was like, oh, this guy's better at getting open. I mean, that's basically what Lockett is saying. And like, okay, uh, that and we know that's his game is getting open because he's not a burner. Right. He's not slow, but what he run a four six. Um, 
Yeah, but, in my in the article I wrote at some point in the last year, um, I said uh, that really Smith and Jigba seems like a faster version of Doug Doug Baldwin, yeah. slightly faster version. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, they both aren't like you said. They're not. He's not a burner. Neither was Doug. But they could no. get open. Was Jerry Rice then, a burner? Jerry Rice wasn't a burner. He he wasn't. He, it was weird thing about Rice though, of course, is that like when he was on the field, it was like he, I don't know, his speed was different. It was just so, so yeah. weird. Yeah, it was it, weird. I agree. But he doesn't have to be the fastest guy on the field to make a huge impact. Steve and Largent. He, and right? he will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there. The record books are full of guys who are not the fastest receiver on their team. Tyreek Hill. No, I'm joking. Um, yeah. So, all right. Well, that's that's enough Seahawks talk. We got a uh, we got <laughs> we talked about him for the 10 show minutes. isn't about the Seahawks. Um, you got Todd moving to Canada, so we're transitioning to Argonauts and Don yeah. Cherry and Maple Leafs. Yes, indeed. Um, and who else? Who else you got up there? You got a uh, Drake. Gonna become a Drake yeah, fan. Gonna be a Drake fan. Raptors be, fan. Do a show from the Toronto International Film Festival. So when that comes around, so uh, that'll be fun. No arts. No, no, no. Um, that's for the week. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is for the week. So I'm going to Canada because I'm weak. Um, <laughs> no, I mean the arts are. You're going to Canada because you're, you know, you're being more of a man. It's hockey. You know, it's like you wrestle grizzly bears. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, you look at those hockey guys, you know, and it's like, oh, you know, I got injured. I got a little bit banged up. And it's like, I just took a puck to the face and broke my teeth out during a playoff I, game. And I, like, had, I had and I had two teeth taken up this week, too, which is fun. So I'm, I'm already. Did there. you really? Yeah, I did. It's like, I mean, like back molars. It's, it's like, and bo- both of them from uh, one had a huge filling of like over 40 years ago. And the tooth finally said, you know what? I'm tired of this. And it broke. Fun. And then the other one was a root canal. And the same thing actually didn't even hurt that much because the tooth was like, and then had a root canal on the tooth next to it. And that tooth said, you know what? I'm going to miss my buddy. So let me just go with him. So there you go. Was Steve Martin your dentist? Thank God. No. (laughs) You could have been the Bill Murray character. I could have been the Bill Murray character. I could have been the Jack Nicholson character in the original. Um, Was it original? Yeah. Little Shop of Horrors? Yes. With Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson is the patient. He, he's the in the movie? Character. In the There's movie. A, I had no idea that there was an original. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the 60s. It's 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 oh. funny. It's not a musical. Uh, the only thing I remember Nicholson from in the 60s is Andy, Andy Griffith show. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> you're lying. Uh, but yeah, our Rob Gordon's this week are the five best. Oh, I didn't scroll. Oh, out. wait, we're not even ready for that. So the I saw. Person, um, I'm sorry. No, uh, five favorite. No, we're not uh, there yet. No, no. Nope. No, yes. This is going to be very I know we're quick. Not there. Yes. We're not. These are going to be very quick. Yet. Rob Gordon's are only going to last two hours. Um, <laughs> That'll be good. So we got Wimbledon. I'm not going to spend any time. Wimbledon starts Monday. Monday. Uh, NBA. Right, NHL draft. We NBA draft. Uh, Wimbledon on the 4th of July in this country. We set up fireworks. We do. And Canada Day is. Today, right? Yeah, Canada Day is, is going. They're already hitting. What the they do uh, future Canadian. Do or do they do the same kind of thing? Fireworks oh, yeah, yeah. and all that jazz. Yeah, they get drunk. Well, actually. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, every day's Canada Day. day. Yeah, every day's Canada Day. Exactly right. Hey, let's get drunk. Why? Because uh, it ends in a Y. Yeah. 
Um, well, that's cool. So it's kind of section on up there because it would have been like really cool to to actually be there today um, already <clears throat> instead of heat raptors kind of thing. So uh, what would you say? I'll be there next year. Oh, now I know we're we're doing diseases that sound. No, we're not doing the diseases. <laughs> That that is one we should do. Um, but I did see the the Mariners. I already touched on, and then yeah. I did see Dial of Destiny. Um, yes, let's hear about it. Have you seen it? I have not seen it yet. Do you have any plans to see it anytime soon? Yeah. I don't even know if you have time to see it. Yeah, I'll go see it. Um, not, I don't know if I'm soon, but it's better it's... than the last one, which isn't saying a whole lot. The happening was slightly, okay. I've had only slightly worse better than the last, than the last one. one. So exactly. Um, but, uh, and it's, it's not as good as the first or third, cause that's just not going to be possible. That um, fits the, the consensus that I've seen. Yeah. The second one is still, I, I didn't dislike the, the second one as much as some people seem to have, yeah. you know, See, retrospectively. The second, one's okay. second one's okay. It's not great, but it's okay. It's yeah. It's not the first one. Well, it's, it's hard. It's like, okay, we had the first one. And it's like, Whatever, whatever is after the first one. And then the third one kind of was an homage to the first. And it's right. like, okay. Third one's good. This is more of an homage to, um, not the last one, but everything that came before. So, um, cool. so there's a, uh, hey, oh, this, what's that? I like man. It's got mads. I like mads. It's got a Phoebe seven names. It's got it's got everything you want. It's there is a um, the CGI the CGI uh, of of Harrison Ford at the beginning of the film. I'm not giving anything away. Everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. He aged, right? He aged, and they they do a decent job with it. I mean, you can still tell it's CGI because it's like can't be perfect. Um, But you know, the scenes later on where he's actually moving around and stuff like that i mean to be 81 years old the guy's still in better shape than i am at yeah. you know 52 years old um but the the, the acting's good the, the plot is okay i mean it's good enough um the endings you kind of know what's coming but the ending is I, I the ending is is a little bit uh, saccharine, but it, it it makes it makes the well, point. Well, it's a Spielberg movie, so of course it is. Well, it or it's not a Spielberg it's not movie. Not a Spielberg it's, film. I forgot. Yeah. yeah, never mind. But it's no yeah. to a Spielberg movie, so of course it's saccharine. Um, just one question, and please God, let the answer be no. Is Mutt in it? No. Yes. No. I mean, there's no. Well, I don't care if they mention him. Um, they can but mention him all they want. The the one of the funnier parts of the movie it's not even a whole thing but they're they're on they're in the Aegean and they have to dive down to find something and yeah, the, um, yeah. the other half uh, of yeah, the destiny because it's based on yeah yeah um, and when they but before they do that there's these uh, the stuff in the water and um, um, stuff in the water. There's some stuff in plastic. the water. It kind of looks plastic. like sharks or something. And um, somebody says, uh, uh, somebody's like, oh, they're just ills. And the the kid, half pint version of the kid. Who, I've seen this yeah. kid before. He's really good actually. Um, but um, he says, oh, they look like snakes. And then of course, and he <laughs> says, why'd you have to say they look like snakes? So and then that brought up a laugh. But I think I, the the film overall, it, it didn't have that like true like punch like boom okay everybody's like okay this is happening but it yeah. it was 
good. Is it great? No, not at all. But it's um, that's sad. It's still good. It's sad to go out on an on an okay movie. I don't you know? think. It, and again, I'm not ageist at all. Harrison Ford is my favorite actor ever. Um, he does a good job in the film, but yeah, they. I have no problem with him playing Indiana Jones. At I don't either. It's just there's he's still restricted because of his age. You know, it's not sure. like you're gonna see like the guy like going yeah. underneath a a truck with a Nazi driving it. And, you know, um, right. Right. But, um, but so it sounds like they learned a lesson that Clint Eastwood did not learn when he, when he did cry macho, when he, you're, here's this guy who's in the eighties who, who beats up bad guys and knocks them out. Oh, he still beats. Like, he's Harrison Ford still beating people up left and right. Yeah. But know, he also takes his shirt off and, and, and the guy is still like, again, he's 81 years old, but he's, I mean, you yeah, could see like, okay, this guy could still kick some ass if, if yeah. he had to. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's still it's there's there's some parts of the film like the bad guy group, like they catch up to him in a couple of different way, not to him, but catch up. Well, they catch up to him, mm-hmm. I guess, in a couple. And it's like I actually at one point looked at the person I was with on it and mm-hmm. said, "How? I mean, it yeah. didn't make any sense. It was like yeah. seriously, this is." That's stupid. I, so there's a couple of those. Are you saying Nithin wrote it? No, it's uh, Nithin <laughs> stole some of it and reworked it and then worked it back into the film. But I mean, it's it's worth the lifetime it's, it's entertaining. Yeah, um, I mean, Wes Anderson directed it. It's uh, <laughs> sounds like The Flash. You, you haven't seen The Flash, right? Donna saw it, but you haven't seen it. Yeah, and did you see it? I saw The Flash. And and she thought it was funny. The uh, special okay. effects. It's it's not okay. it's not a train wreck like a lot of people are saying. Okay. But it's also not particularly good. Uh, again, this is like this is the movie they should have taken a tax write off on, you know, and, instead of the Batgirl flick. Is like, and and to me the real damage is is James Gunn, who is the co-runner of the whole new DC universe, is out there saying, "Oh, this is a great movie." It's like, dude. If you think this is a great movie, I don't want to see anything else you're going to do because you have no idea what a great movie is, despite the fact that you've made three really good movies. Well, more than that. But like, come on, man, you made Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like, you know, this is not a great movie. You know that. Stop shilling. Just say, you know, just be honest and say, okay, this is why I'm in charge now. Look at this. That's what he should have said. Again, it's not that it's bad, but it's also not really good. Yeah, I think, I think Dial of Destiny is, it is, it's, it's a, again, if it was a standalone film, it would be entertaining. But it's because the first film may be the greatest action film ever made, right? And yeah, it's like, right. so it's hard to, right. but it's, it's still, it does wrap least, it up. But at least it could live up to the third one. And no, I, I think, I mean, I think it's close to that. Okay, well, then the third okay. one, third one is great unto itself because of what right. it's doing, exactly. I, and I, I, it's almost like the Sean. He's more of the Sean Connery character in this one, Which in a sense. little bit, and, and he, and it, and so that that's why I'm saying it, it's kind of good and it's close. It's not as good as the third one because I think it's a great film in, in itself too. Yeah, but it's it's I would say it's better than the the second one. Um, but and it's certainly better than that rubbish, which was the crystal what was it kingdom of crystal skulls Skulls. oh let me climb inside this uh refrigerator and that'll protect me um yeah that was was like like the flash is just the cgi people are complaining about the cgi like at the tail end when they see the other you know they see the christopher reeve superman and stuff 
It's like, it makes sense, the CGI. That part, yes, the CGI should look like that because he's like, they're not actually interacting. You can just see glimpses of it. The C, when the CGI is bad, it's like when the babies are falling out of the skyscraper and they look like PlayStation 2 graphics, they're yeah. small. It's like, no, dude. It's like you can't explain away. It's like, oh, it's because that's how the flesh sees it. It's like I'm in the movie theater. I'm watching this. I should be able to see it. It's like that's the worst excuse, especially since it's like the CGI in almost every other DC movie. They basically suck. Yeah. When when the best part of the movie is Michael Keaton, <laughs> who's a side character, you have problems. Right. That's no offense to Michael Keaton because he's very yeah, he's great. Very good at what he does. He's great in the movie, but that's why I went to see the movie, not because of. That. And again, they changed the plot, and I get that they changed the plot from the comics. They changed the plot from the animated story, but they shouldn't have because that story is more interesting than this story. Yeah, and, I think. Um, and it really hurt that Ezra Miller is on for like ninety eight percent. Yeah, gotcha. Because he's okay. Yeah. And I'm not even talking about the off-the-screen issues. I'm just talking about him. Doesn't that kind of permeate sometimes, though? As much of the oh, issues of he's had. Yeah. And, and I'm sure that's part of the reason for the box office, but and it should be. But, you know, it's just not that interesting. I don't need to yeah. see twice as much of the guy. He's a side character. The Flash shouldn't be a side character, but he's basically, he's, he's a sidekick in his own movie. That's ridiculous, but that's what they did. That's the <laughs> there's, I mean, problem. there's times where Indy is the sidekick in, in this film, but it makes sense. It makes sense because film. Indy is much older. It makes yeah. sense in that film. Of course, it's unfair when you have a, a trailer for Mission Impossible and you have a 60-plus-year-old yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise who's out there jumping off cliffs yeah. from a motorcycle. And it's like, oh, okay, this guy still does his guy's yeah. a freak. But it's, yes. but I mean, Harrison Ford again. But again, I know, I know he's eighty-one years old, but it's like, I dare a lot of people, thirty years old, to still look like this guy does no, at eighty-one. And the Tom so. Cruise, I don't think is going to be doing that in his eighties either. Or, or I like wonder good. that. I, I honestly <laughs> can see that happening. <laughs> I'm sure he'll try. Be. Anyway, try and pull it off. Probably. I mean, he's a freak of nature. So. I'm gonna, definitely gonna gonna see the Indiana Jones play. I mean, but. when you see him jump off the 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 bike, and it's like, yeah, 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 that one. Let's do it again. Let's do it six more times. You know? <laughs> yeah, crazy. Um, anywho, but yes. uh, Rob Gordon. So our Rob Gordons this week literally are the greatest bike. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's see what they are. <laughs> the five best vacation spots we have ever been to as rated by TripAdvisor. yes um no that's that last part's a lie so i'll, I'll go first because you came up with the list so okay you go first uh, mine are pretty much in order i guess and and i will say todd's been to a lot cooler places than i have um no, overseas i ain't been to, <laughs> you hung out with banderas who's actually in of course this new writers, I, I uh, indie I film um yeah you hung out with banderas in spain and um Albie Cruz. Ads Mickelson. That'd be more fun. Javier Bardem. All the great Spanish. Mm-hmm. So uh number five for me is uh <laughs> is Chicago, not the movie. Um, but I I have been to Chicago a ton, but um because I have family that live in, in uh live there. Yeah, so yeah. I, I never have to actually stay. But the one time I actually 
did pay to stay there. I was downtown in the hotel, got super drunk. So that wasn't really the best part of it. That was <laughs> awful. One of the drunkest I've ever been. I mean, it was so like it was 11 p.m. 11 p.m. and the person I was married to at the time had a she was a long working day and it, well it was like 10 p.m. and I was like you know what I've had a lot to drink today I probably shouldn't but let me I've never had a mojito let me wander across the street it's like oh my god I was so sick but um <laughs> anyway overall the trip was awesome I mean I got to see uh I got to see um <laughs> I've forgotten what the name of the movie the is uh, Wizard Wizard Bob. of Oz the musical oh. not oh, the okay. uh what's it called um Wiz. Kristen Chenoweth, yes, not Chris. Kristen Chenoweth was in the Broadway version of it. The Wiz, not the Wiz. That's the horrible you, thing. Goodbye, you. Um, oh, it's gonna <laughs> gonna come to me. We'll think about it later. Wicked, wicked, but, wicked. Yes, wicked, which was phenomenal. Um, but it was just it was a great trip. Um, got to see a lot of. But anyway, yeah, Chicago is that trip specifically is number five for me. I've been to Chicago thousands of times. So, I that one was. We won't have a lot of. Uh, um repeats but chicago is number five for me <laughs> well um chicago is a great city uh to touch on a few things that you didn't mention i did not get drunk as hell been to chicago many many times because again i had family near chicago so i went to visit chicago when i was a kid and got to go to the uh field museum of chicago the natural history field museum which is one of my favorite places on the overrated because those animals are all dead these particular animals, I'm glad they are dead. Um, uh, but, you know, the Shedd Aquarium is awesome. Uh, the pizza is awesome. Wrigley Field is awesome. Uh, there's just, Chicago is just a, a, a great... Yeah, Wrigley. I went to Wrigley on that trip, too, and, and said, it was funny because I know we've talked about this on different podcasts before, but I said, we sat at the very back row, um, which in Wrigley, of course, is like, feels like you're on the 30th row of any other stadium, yeah. right? You're yeah. like right there. Mm-hmm. Um, Beautiful stadium. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, awesome. Yeah, uh, number- my, my one, I just want to throw in about Wrigley Field. It's because on this particular trip, I took my son. Now, you were so close, you were pitching. Alex. I was pitching, and I only gave it 18 runs. But the Giants were visiting. This is when Barry Bonds was there. And, of course, Barry Bonds uh, was in the middle of his steroid, allegedly fueled uh, run. And, of course, he hit a home run. <clears throat> and this is, I can't remember for sure if this was his record-setting year, but I'm pretty sure it was. And, of course, being a Cubs fan, did the guy keep the ball? Hell no. He threw that <laughs> ball back, and everybody booed him. It was fantastic. They booed <laughs> the hell out of him. It was That's like, oh, just so awesome. Anyway, yeah, Ch- Chicago was also my number five. Number four for you. Uh, red light district Amsterdam. Never forget yeah, it. That's what I'm talking about. 40 seconds and I was done. No, um, <laughs> it's actually from a Mike Berbuglia thing for of all things. Um, number four for me is, um, Asheville. Um, and I, again, a, a place I've been to a thousand times and probably will be to a thousand times more. But, um, it was the first time I ever actually stayed downtown, like a, a an Airbnb instead of a overpriced. Um, hotel or somewhere that was like every other place but I, just downtown Asheville is really cool saw a show at the orange pill so many breweries um great food um but yeah this this particular trip in Asheville was it was cool went to um went to the Thomas Wolf Museum and had it was I don't know it was just it was when I was I was and uh, it was a 
a relationship that was just starting and so it kind of added to the whole thing but i would say Asheville number four number four for me is uh, and that relationship by the way was with joel McHale. Uh, i love joel and you really never should have broken up um he's in the all-star uh all-star celebrity game softball game next saturday should, by the way he should be he should be he should, uh, well, ESPN fired him, so he didn't know what to be with it. Uh, my number four for me, a little bit off the path of what we've been talking about, Yellowstone National Park. Um, it's not too far. Harrison Ford. You can yeah, Harrison tie Ford, in. yeah. Yellowstone National Park, I mean, it, it's definitely, kind of ties in with the Chicago, the, the Field Museum of Natural History, because there's a lot of really old stuff in Yellowstone National Park, and it is, a lot of it is, you almost feel like you're on another planet with the geysers and the 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 bubbling pots of steaming mud. And it's like, oh, don't fall in there because you'll be dead. Uh, but it's just so amazingly. I'm so thirsty. Let me drink this. <laughs> yeah, let me just stand over this little. <laughs> uh, if I just lean over, it's like, I'll get a shot. It's a natural water fountain. Yeah. It's just, it's an otherworldly place, but it, absolutely beautiful. And it's, it's a really good place to escape if you're kind of tired of putting up with uh the everyday life because there ain't nothing every day about it i mean it's just a fantastic place i love yellowstone national park anyway skirted around it literally i went uh, when i moved back from seattle went north and then east saw the best part of wyoming sure i did um oh there's more oil things than people yeah so literally uh but uh yeah i i want to go there's got to be a minor, minor league baseball team called the geysers right like in that area, they should just have. Got to be. It's got to be. They should have a stadium inside Yellowstone. Of course, they wouldn't do that, but that'd be awesome. <laughs> like right cool. over one of the geysers. Yeah, pitcher's exactly. Mouth. Pitcher's mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> Talking about a pitch clock. Yeah, you're really on a clock, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you might you're, step off right about right now. You're number three, sir. You're number three. <laughs> number three for me is Maine. When I went, I went there. Gosh, I guess it was two years ago. I'd, I'd been there once before just for work and then went back uh, by choice and went to Portland. It was phenomenal. I'd go back a million times more. Um, it was actually early November, which sounds like a horrible time to go, but it was perfectly sunny the whole time we were there. Temperatures weren't too bad. It was like 50 degrees. The sun, of course, set at 4 p.m., um, which is not a joke. It actually did. But, I mean, it was just like we so crazy. visited islands. It was just very clean, um, smaller town compared to Chicago, obviously. Um, but, but um, yeah, it was just great. I mean, I'd definitely go back a, a thousand times more. It was just very it – felt, it felt very, felt very much like East Seattle. Very much smaller, but that kind of feel to it. Um, lots of stuff to do outdoors, lots of stuff to do in the city, even though it's small, great food. So yeah, Portland, Maine, I guess specifically. Portland. I didn't go to Bar Harbor. I did go there once before. <clears throat> I would have loved to have gone from Portland to Bar Harbor as well, which is Bar Harbor's very cute. You're you're supposed to say Bahaba. 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 Actually, had went to high school with a kid from from Maine, and it took everybody about a month to understand what the hell he was saying. Yeah, they are. It's such it was, a thick accent. Very cool. I will say there were a lot of people there that weren't that either went to school there. Um, they had a lot of really cool concerts there that you wouldn't feel like Slipknot was going to be there coming up. Um, but I guess because they have a college in Portland. But um, but yeah, it was just it was that kind of kind of feel to it. So you didn't have really a lot, a lot of strong accents. And when I, I did um, 
when I went to Bar Harbor, I, is, I stayed in Bangor, though, and that's when I got to see, run, run by Stephen King's house, which was really cool. So, that's cool. Did he you, didn't answer the door. Did you I know that was right. <clears throat> so I was driving a van. I hit somebody on the sidewalk. <laughs> I don't know who it was. Some old guy. Um, he was limping really bad. Uh, <laughs> broke his glasses. <laughs> my number, my number three, uh, going with the metropolitan theme. Back to that is Washington D.C. <clears throat> I've been on vacation in Washington. I lived in the area for a long time, uh, several years. But what, did I know, did there. I know that? Where'd you live? I actually lived in both Alexandria, Virginia, and Arlington. Did uh, did I know this? Did we know this? Sure, we've talked about this. I don't know if you knew that. That's um, so weird. Because I used to spend all my summers in Alexandria. I told you that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, and we've probably, we probably ran into each other. Probably like brushed by me. I was thinking, that asshole. You know? <laughs> and you were right. Um, <laughs> How they lit him on the metro. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, there's so much to Obviously, there's so much to do in Washington. Uh, but. To me, the main attraction for Washington is the Smithsonian. The Smithsonian again, Which are the, free. the rum uh, institution. A lot uh, of people don't know that. Castle. Just sorry to interrupt you, but a lot of people are just like, oh, the Smithsonian. They're they're free. Yeah, they are free, and there are many, many Smithsonian exactly. Uh, museums. Yeah. But the the National Zoo is. They there. even got the one where you can check out the shoes when you walk in now. <laughs> god um yes they did have that one too uh but obviously and you, know, you can go to congress and and watch sessions of congress from the gallery mm-hmm. you can go walk past the supreme court and heckle them if you want uh tour the white house there's that um, but aside from that there are so many cool restaurants and, and international bars and stuff it's like yeah washington dc is a very very Right now, it's not a cool place. It's hot as crap in summer. So if you go to visit D.C., do not no, go yeah. in summer because it's built on a freaking swamp. And swamp. That's right. Feel it. Best uh, French restaurant I ever went to was not in New Orleans when I went there. It was in Washington, D.C. I'm not surprised. Uh, Washington, D.C. was the, actually the first place, first craft brew, brewery. Um, actually, and they didn't they had to do any brewing, but it's in Georgetown called the Brick Skeller. Not cellar, but Brick Skeller. And they had over, I think they had about 120 different uh, beers from all over the world. And uh, which was, this is in the 70s, which is like, it's basically when most bars would have, hey, okay, do you want Bud or PB? And that's it. You know, they would have like three beers. Mm-hmm. And this is it. And this place had like over 100. It was like, what the hell? Yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely fantastic. Great movie theater. I mean, a, a lovely. And you have to go to the Ford Theater. Just make sure you kind of like watch your back when you go. <laughs> it was a uh, time I got kicked off the court at Georgetown as well. I told you about that, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is true. Yeah, people were like, "Oh, he's making another joke." Like, I literally got kicked off the 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 court because the Georgetown basketball. Uh, John Thompson team. comes over and like smacks him. Yeah, the original John Thompson. Yeah, not yeah. I'm surprised. It's courts courts so small because the school's not very big, you know. But it's like, right. and they they don't play. <clears throat> I don't know where they play now. I guess they still play where the Wizards play or something. I don't know. They used to, but um, but yeah, that was uh, that was a great a great trip. I actually went there when I wasn't going to Alexandria every summer, um, and go to Baltimore every summer because we it's fifty miles away, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, 
just uh yeah just taking the whole acc tour and then get kicked off the trip uh anyway yeah we're up to number Number, two number two for me is the georgetown jam um (laughs) number two for me i was there for approximately 30 seconds and got to hear that patrick ewing was on the other side working out but i didn't get to see him um which was weird you're here to see patrick Uh, i I don't know do i look i'm five eight white guy do i look like i'm here to see patrick um Coach don't want nobody on the gym. Still remember that. So number two for me is uh, uh, Charleston, which is a place I lived, but actually went there a bunch, still have gone there a bunch. Charleston is different. Near the beaches, obviously, Charleston, South Carolina, not West Virginia. <laughs> Charleston, West Virginia is near the beaches. Um, but it's <laughs> like if you want to go to the ocean, it's there's beaches on either side. It's a harbor city, um, but it's just full of history. It's food is phenomenal. Um, and you could take a million different ghost tours and they're all great. Um, it's just fantastic. Just a place to walk around any time of the year. It doesn't have to be in the summer. Um, just so much to, so much to do and just breathe in. And the culture has a huge art culture still just, yeah, I just, I I love Charles. I mean, it's very costly to live there, not even because it's probably on the, on the seaboard, but because it's Charles and has all the history and everything costs so much to buy because everything has to be bought in but yeah charleston sure. south carolina not not to put you on the spot but you know the name of the art september school that's in? yeah september <laughs> what's the name of the art school in charleston it's like one of the best art schools in the country oh man damn it yes i know exactly it's not coastal carolina but it was but anyway, no. anyway but there's an awesome art school there too so if you are I mean, Char- the college of charleston has an excellent art school but it's, I know that's not what you're looking for, but they right, do have right. an excellent, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so if you are. Which happens to be in Charleston. Then there you go. Uh, my number two, speaking of Spain, um, the whole trip was awesome, and Spain was fantastic. The people were super friendly, although. Except for the damn Portugal I, part. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why they didn't speak English. Because they would talk louder, and they still couldn't understand me. It's like, what's with these people? Like, um, but, Ronaldo, <clears throat> Ronaldo, Cristiano. Oh, he's down there. That's all you'd ever say. Coach don't want nobody on the city. <laughs> on the city. Portugal actually was is is lovely too. But uh the most my most favorite part of it's a very small town on the northern coast, uh Santiana del Mar. It is near Santander, which is a bigger city, but Santiana is a very small town. It's like less than ten thousand people. But you know, we say that not an not an Airbnb, but a bed and breakfast. <clears throat> Just beautiful views. It's awesome freaking seafood, like better seafood than I've had. And I've lived in Florida off and on for like a dozen years and better seafood than Florida. Um, sorry, but it's true. And <laughs> uh, but the best thing about this is there are caves in Altamira in Spain, which with cave paintings that are actually older than the ones they found in France. They're like 15,000 years old. You can't go to the actual, uh, the French still think the theirs are better though. No, of course they do. Of course they do. You know, but it's just painting of snails. It's like, they're so stupid. <laughs> um, but you can't actually go to the, the actual paintings because so many people had visited over the decades that it was actually degrading the paintings just from people breathing. Yeah. So, but they've recreated it in another cave like in the same cave system and but there's a there's a cool multimedia presentation of the actual caves and stuff but it's just 
and it's amazing to see and you know you're not seeing the actual thing but you still have that feeling it's like this is something someone painted 15,000 years ago it's just it, it's amazing but the whole town itself is just absolutely beautiful and that that region is actually reminds me a lot of east tennessee uh the same kind of rolling mountains if you kind of get my drift except it's also like right on the coast a beautiful beautiful little town absolutely and lovely people although again i'm saying it like this why don't you understand <laughs> but it's super friendly 15,000 though I, I was interviewing a clovis person last week and they were like 15 <laughs> Did they get the job? <laughs> Are you manufacturing spear points? <laughs> oh my god! Um, that just yeah. lost us the last two listeners we had. Anyway, that's right. Both Clovis people. <laughs> oh, maybe I'll talk about the interview. Oh, um, we're not really Asian. Um, so well, that went off the rails. Oh, so wow. anyway, yeah, you're number one. Um, uh, Seattle. It's just it's a Seahawks podcast, right? It's gotta be Seattle. I I did again. I've lived in lived in Charleston. I've lived in Nashville. Um, almost thought I lived in Chicago. I've been there so much. Did I live in Chicago? No, I didn't live in Chicago. But I lived in Charleston, Asheville. But I've also lived in Seattle. But just going there, it's just I, I love going there. It's always a treat to go there because every time I go there, and the many 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 times I've been there, I always do something different. And, and it's kind of funny because when I lived there. You know how it is when you're well anywhere yeah, yeah. you live. It's like, oh, do you go to this? Well, no, I live here. I work. You right. know, it's like this is my day. I, I go to work. I come home. Like right. I would if I lived in North Dakota, I guess. But um, you know, going there, you get to do like last time. I had never gone to um, never never gone to Tacoma before, and gone to the the volcano. There's an active volcano that's out there. Um, Rainier, obviously, and but I've I've never been there and hiked around that. And there's I've been you know I've been to uh, I'd never been a couple times ago was the first time I actually went sail. I have a friend that has a boat and they take it out and went sailing on on Lake Union. And you know every time I go there I, I do something different. It's just always I love the city, I love the people there, and I'm not saying that because it's a Seahawks show, but it's just like they're very like they're in the South. It's like they're nice, right? But it's like, oh, let me let me tell you about my business. And in Pacific Northwest, people are nice. They just don't bother you. They don't want to know your business, which I like. I'm like, okay, cool. Right. I, you don't know me. I don't have to tell you my feelings. Um, but there's just so much beauty outside of Seattle, and, and the city is fantastic. So it's Seattle for me. Totally makes sense. Uh, I'm going to throw in an honorary mention. I was going to put, not Toronto as number one, but I was going to put in Toronto, but I'm going to be living like right outside of Toronto. So like. So you're switching to Vancouver? Yeah, I'm switching to Vancouver. Um, so yeah, my, my number one has to be Key West, because Key West has always been my favorite vacation spot. It's expensive, even more expensive than ever these days. How expensive is it? I'm, you're talking about 300 a night basically is that like for a, a hotel or like an airbnb like an airbnb or like a motel on the north end which is not the part you want to be in because that's like the normal part there's and, a north so i and i'm not being a smart ass because i've always yeah. wanted to kind of go there but i don't really know much about so but key west is not i mean it's a bunch of keys right so it's it's well, one west, of the islands right yeah key west is the is the last main island in the in the Florida Keys. Is it big enough to have a north side? I guess I just oh, yeah, don't know yeah, much yeah. about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the north 
into Key West is like basically like any other town. It was like, ah, you know, there's shopping malls and blah, blah, blah. The south end is the historic area. Duval Street, you know, the pub crawls and all that other stuff. Uh, that's where they have the Fantasy Fest. Not like Yorbo City, where we randomly get dropped off by the driver thinking, yes, this is where we need to be, in the middle of the Stark neighborhood. <laughs> so great. That was so great. What, yeah. what do you think we're asking for, sir? <clears throat> best, best vacation spot. Like the, the random barren landscape <laughs> in Tampa. Like, that is so, so strange. Anyway. <clears throat> that, people are lost we went to see the buccaneers and seahawks several years ago and yeah. we after the game we were like we wanted to go to it was called yorbo city right that's what it's called Yorbo city yeah and it's like you know there's a really cute like area of it there's restaurants and bars and stuff that's what part we wanted to see and this guy took us to a four-way stop sign basically in this neighborhood that didn't look like you should be hanging out yeah. at any point and it's like what are you seriously going to drop us off here <laughs> yep what do you, what did you, I literally think he must have think we were just buying drugs or something. Most sad, most and sad. I don't mean that to sound racist or anything, but why else would anybody be dropped right. off there at that time pretty, of night? That was pretty bizarre. I forgot about that. That was funny. I mean, not at the time, but even at the time, <laughs> it was like, kind of funny. Was like, just go ahead and lock the doors. <laughs> pretty bizarre. Anyway, yeah, the Key West is uh, famous for their inclusive culture. Let's put it that way. What I really, I was like, that's just so cool. And it's there, people walk around however they want to walk around. No one says anything. Uh, sometimes that's almost naked. That's interesting. But there's so many cool shops and restaurants. There, there's one of the best restaurants in the world for desserts. Um, interesting. That's called Better Than Sex. And they have amazing, that's literally what it is. And all they do is sell desserts. And it's always, and you have to get reservations, and it's just, it's very, very cool. But just amazingly good food. And a lot of the places are not that expensive. And it just. Which sucks, man, because it seems like everything would have to be somewhat imported, relatively speaking. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, the seafood doesn't because they catch it. And uh, it's true. It's just such a fun, just absolutely fun place. And it's so different from pretty much anywhere else, which, again, that's. Kind of, I mean, you know, Chicago is a big city, but going back to the very beginning, but Chicago has its own feel, very different from any other place. And that's, I mean, that's the case with all of these places, right? They all have their own feel, right. their own vibe. That that's what makes them. There's no place. Every time I go into a similar, meat factory but, in Chicago, I'm like, yes, I'm <laughs> home. Exactly. Where's Upton? Let me speak with Upton. You know, there are places similar to Asheville, but there's no place just like Asheville. Exactly. You know, Especially I, in that area. And I think that I think yeah, the area yeah. surrounds it, surrounding it kind of helps each one of these places feel a little bit more specific too, right? It's like, okay, maybe this place kind of exists somewhere else, but it's just so unique because whoever these people are, whoever you know, these people descended from, they chose to come here for a reason and build the culture for a reason and it permeates still to this day, especially Asheville. Um you know, and it's just like that, that makes it cool to me. Right. It's like it's it's like, oh, I'm not just going to some part of New York. New York City's fine, but it's not like, oh, I'm going to some neighborhood in, in New York. It's like, no, it's like Asheville specifically. You know, it's like yeah. someone came here for a reason to come here because they didn't like where they were or thought, hey, we need because Asheville is so inclusive as well. Right. Yeah, or right. a lot of other parts of North Carolina are, are not. And it's just like, oh, 
we kind of want to be more inclusive. I, I don't know. It's just right, right. It, it permeates the the feeling of this kind of like what you're saying with Chicago. And yeah. I think that I think that ties all of these places together is that they're all very organic. You know, how they are is it just happened that way because the people who live there, that's what they wanted. And yep. that's, you know, it's not there's nothing wrong with Disney World. Disney World is fun. But to me, well, I'm not going to say anything bad go. about Disney now, especially after their battle with the Santas. <laughs> yeah, true. But like, I don't want to go to some manufactured. Uh, and I know we were talking about museums and all the rest of it, but still, if that's completely different from, oh, let's create this artificial experience and it'll be fun. Right. Like, I, I want to go someplace that just became fun because the people wanted that. Yeah. So. And and no offense to like art exhibits like the Van Gogh traveling exhibit no, that no, was no. going around. But to me it's like that oh, that's I'm kind of go a to different Banksy one that's coming up in Toronto in August, which will be fun. Yeah, but well actually might be. But the difference Bank, to Banksy me between will probably be there five times and no one will know. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's right. Um but the difference is it's kinda of like the cities, right? It's like okay, you manufacture yeah. it's like that's kind of manufactured. Like I actually want to see that. The real painting, the, right. the organic material that this person came up with. And this is what we're looking instead of like, oh, we're watching this manufactured thing from what somebody else came up with. It's and it's that kind of that kind of thing. You know, it's like you could go to I don't know, you go to Ghost Town and be like, oh, this is what Ghost Town used to look like. And it's like, oh, it's like it's not really the, the city. You know what I mean? It's like you want to I, I I organically be there. Yeah, which is why I love going to museums. I mean, that's one of what on my list. But Madrid is like the art museums. Are like, oh my God, it's like I, I, one of the paintings that's fascinated me the most is the Garden of Delights. Bosch is it, oh look, there it is. Yeah. Like that was like oh my. And it was like, so they're so funny. Bosch's paintings, hilarious. Oh my God, yeah. I just stood, I just stood there and laughed and laughed and they escorted me out. It was kind of like what happened to you at Georgetown. Mr. Bosch, but Bosch came out himself. <laughs> I don't want nobody in the city. Um, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, the High Museum in Atlanta actually went there for the um, the French uh, exhibit they had. This was thirty years ago, I guess. But it was it was a lot. It wasn't you know, not not French, but um, it was a lot of a lot of that that kind of stuff, and it was just yeah. like. I don't know. It's, it's great just to see them. You, you can't touch them, and you wouldn't want to touch them, right? But yeah. just to be that close to that kind of genius, yeah, it's, 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 it's different. Yeah, it's a very different feeling. So, anyway, that's our show. We've run over by about thirty minutes. <laughs> As usual. Um, but thanks for listening, and then we'll see you in a week and a half live from the Louvre. Why are you the worst? For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.